What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time. I'm your host, Nikki, where I feel like time is a gift that we should not waste. So let's get right into it. First of all, I'm not a licensed anything. I am not a counselor. I am not a preacher. So you're probably saying, Nikki, why should anybody listen to anything you have to say? Well, I simply obey God's word. On this podcast, I get to stroke my ego by edifying God only. Guys, this is probably going to be a short one this week. Um, I hope everyone has had a good week. Today is going to be uh, a very trying day. If it's the Lord's will, I will be attending one of my former Sunday school students funeral. So I'm trying to get this episode done because I have to go to work also today. So I want to make sure that I get this episode done and put it out. I don't want to give you anything that can't uplift you. So I'm still going to give you my best. But uh, anyway, I had to pause for a moment. Today, uh, this episode, I'm going to be. Speaking on attitude and attitude being everything. Like I said, it's going to be short, but I hope that I can encourage you to change the way you think. We, I think we live in a world where we need to unlearn bad habits. Nikki, why are you talking about attitude? I look at myself and everything that I say always. And first off, I try not to uh, down myself or sound like I'm you know, beating myself up. But attitude is everything. And I think about that, you know, more and more every day. So, do you speak your mind? Do you allow people's actions to determine your attitude? Do you remember the WWJD bracelets that everyone was wearing back in the 90s? 
why did that die out so quickly? You know, why aren't we still homing in on that phrase? Why doesn't that phrase mean what it meant back then to us to wear those bracelets? That's a question that we should consider more. It's more than a trend. You know, it's it's sad to say that it was treated as just a trend, a fad that was hot. And people were striking while the iron is hot. But attitude is everything we should ask ourselves in every situation. What would Jesus do? Because it's crazy to think that we go through things and we don't realize what Jesus experienced. We go through things and it's small and it's minute in comparison to you're born in a manger. You're, you're, you're brought up and you're consecrated to God as a child. You're, you're his child. And you, you, live, you, you live your life. Because we, we seem to think that living life is about what we accomplish, the material possessions that we have. We feel like we're living life. But when trials and tribulations come, what do we do? How do we handle it? Like, I don't have all the answers, but I don't want all the answers. Because think about Jesus knowing about how he was going to die and knowing that he was dying for people so that they could live but they didn't even have love, genuine love for him. How do you how do you do that? How do you How do you say, I would give my life for a nation, the world? And then we we might have problems like, I can't pay my bills. Uh, my credit is screwed up. Um, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. You know, it's it's small in comparison to I I I have this ministry and it's and it's a certain amount of time that I have to spread the word and we think that it's crazy to just worship God. But Jesus devoted his whole life to doing the will of God. But guess where he's at right now? He's at the right hand of God. 
And we think that it's crazy to devote your life to God because we think it's not fun. You're not able to do anything. And we think, oh, why do I have to devote my life to God? Why should I do everything that God wants me to do? Uh, Why doesn't God want me to have fun and live life to the fullest? But he does. He said he wanted us to have life and have it more abundant. But we mistake that for what we think and what what pleasures we want to enjoy. But when the trials and tribulations come, then we're wondering, well, where is God? Why did God allow this to happen to me? And that's why I say church is not the answer. It's not the answer. It's not. It's not. And I'm not, like I said, and I want to make sure that I reiterate this every time. I am not saying because it's commanded that we that we meet, that we assemble with other believers. But that's about still that's about God as well. Now some of us we go to church for a fashion show or to uh, because it's routine, out of routine, it's a ritual, it's a tradition. We grew up going to church. But I really want to get into feeling stuck. I said all of those things to say. Do you feel stuck? And because I know that I do. And let me explain what I mean by I feel stuck. It's a bad thing because years are passing by and we we're wondering why am I still in the same rut? that I was in last year, five years ago, three years ago. Why am I still living paycheck to paycheck? Why haven't I gotten my credit straight? Why haven't I uh, learned how to be a better steward of my finances so that I don't have to worry about my bills being paid and still being able to do some of the things that I enjoy doing. Now, what if I told you that I was stuck because I'm not in Christ? You probably say, Nikki, so why are you talking to us about getting us in Christ? What do I mean by I'm not in Christ? Well, we are creatures of habit. When somebody upsets me, when I'm frustrated with my job, I I complain, I get mad, 
someone hurts my feelings, I want them to know it by being angry and and and, and probably wanting them to feel my wrath. I want to get back at them some kind of way. Uh, when somebody challenges me in such a way and not tell me, yeah, you're right, I might get a, I get combative. Uh, when somebody upsets me, I really want to just push them away. I block them out. I, I hold a grudge. So, so don't act, but don't act like you don't do it. Don't act as if you don't do it. Because that's why, you know, we, we say church people are hypocrites, but the world is, they are the biggest hypocrites. And I say that because you have so many uh, people that don't allow you to make mistakes. We're living in this, what they call, quote unquote, cancer culture. But back to what I was talking about with me, when I say, what if I told you I'm not in Christ? When my, when my bank account is not what I want it to be, I'm worried. When I can't pay my bills, I get frustrated with everybody, but I'm not a good steward of my finances. So when I go to worship service on Sunday and I leave there after saying amen, after amen, after amen, after amen, and then Monday comes, go to work and I deal with these same people and I get frustrated all over again with the same people about the same thing. So you probably saying, Nikki, so what so why are you telling us to do this and do that? Why should we listen to you when you're sitting up here telling me that you do the same thing that I do? But I'm telling you because it's a it's about time for spiritual maturity on my part. And I'm gonna uh I told you I just want to give you some encouragement today real quick because I have a lot to do today. Uh, and like I said, I have to, I, I'm, if it's the Lord's will, I will attend the funeral today, and then I'll have to go to work. So I'm going to end this episode with this. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles. That a man has his father's wife, and you are puffed up, and have not rather mourned that he who has done this deed might be taken away 
from among you. For I indeed, as absent in body but present in spirit, have already judged, as though I was present. Him who has so done has deed in the name of our has so done this deed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you are gathered together along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glory in it is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Therefore purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump since you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ our Passover was sanctified for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So guys, let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil is trying to take from us each and every day. And most of all, remember this always. God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. Peace. I love you all. And God loves you most of all. Thank you and I'm out.